0: Welcome to Salem First Assembly Podcast. May this week's message by our guest speaker be a blessing to your life in helping you to grow in your understanding of God's Word, strengthen your faith, and equip you to become all that God has created you to be.
1: So happy Mother's Day to all of you moms. I know you've already heard that a few times, but we can't say that enough, right? Uh, From myself and also from Cornerstone Women's Resource Center. And I just want to pause to pray for a minute before I get started. Dear Lord, we are so thankful to be here uh, in this house of, of the Lord to worship you, to uh, focus on you, and to fellowship with each other, and to learn uh, from your word, and so we we pray that everything that is spoken today will be an encouragement and also a challenge that we will uh, seek to grow more from it. and just to be closer to you. And so I pray that um, you will give me wisdom in the words that I share and just open all of our hearts this morning. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. I always feel at home here, so is it okay if I just, you know, relax a little? (laughs) You're like a second family to me. Most of you know my parents, uh, Keith and Linda Holt, which they wanted to be here today, but they had some obligations. You know, they're still trying to put my dad to work just a little bit, Over at First Assembly in Carneys Point. So I think they gave them a little job this morning. So that's why they're not here this morning. But their hearts are with you. Uh, So I hope today for all of you moms that it will be a beautiful day of celebrating you and your amazing accomplishment of motherhood. Uh, I realize some days it may not feel like you have accomplished much. Am I right? (laughs) Um, Motherhood can definitely be a roller coaster. Uh, and I have to uh, give you disclosure here that uh, this past week, my youngest, who is a girl uh, and 16, just got her permit. So you can be praying for me. <laughs> we just started some driving. She finished driving school just a few days ago. So, but no, I'm proud of her. She's actually doing a really good job with it, um, being very cautious. Uh, but you know, the roller coaster of motherhood. We have on the good side many joys, loving memories amazing connections, lots of laughter, hopefully, like Pastor Brian was talking about before, uh, and milestones, you know, as they're getting older. I also have a son who's 21, another milestone. Um, those are some of the highlights we think of with our children, right? Um, like what was kind of featured in the video there. Uh, and then we have the other side where maybe we're pulled down, you know, with uh, sickness, uh, crying sessions, uh Bad decisions, it could be bad decisions on our part too, not just our children, right? Lack of patience and disobedience by our kids. Those are all lots of things um, that can pull us down some, but we love them all the same regardless, right? Just like the Lord does with us because as his children, we certainly go full swing with um, all of the the stuff, right? Um, Our enemy, Satan, works over time to attack and discourage moms uh, all over the planet, <laughs> uh, trying to make sure that they will not reach their full potential. And this is another reason we need the strength and guidance of the Lord and support from one another so we can choose to focus on the blessings of being a mom. Right, And that's true of no matter whether you're a mother or any other role that we're in, we, we really need that, that support altogether. So I hope it's okay if I, uh, I I wish that I could give you some kind of fluffy, feel-good message. Uh, And I'm going to certainly encourage you, but uh, we're going to get real this morning. I hope that's okay. Um, You know, I mentioned about our enemy. He's very real. We all know that, hopefully. (laughs) Uh, And we need to understand that so that we can tap into the strength and power of the Lord, because that is the only way that we're going to overcome, right, what he does and conquer. So, uh, in case you missed the headlines of this past week, uh, the case for motherhood has come to the forefront yet again with the news of Roe versus Wade, which is the legalization of abortion in our country, possibly being overturned after 49 years. Wow. That is huge. I can't even... There's not even a word to describe that. That is what we have been praying for for all these years especially those of us that work in the, in the pro-life world um, so we are still praying that because that, it's not definite yet we we already knew that there was going to be uh, an answer coming out but it wasn't supposed to be until June and of course that got leaked and uh, you know I think that 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 leak was probably the result of they were hoping for something negative to happen and so yes it's it's not going to be easy right now um, there are lots of protests going on uh, again, if you've watched any of the news this week, you're seeing that uh, lots of fights on many fronts, um, but we're going to continue to pray, right? God is in control and please pray for our justices uh, who are the ones that have made this decision are making still this decision and all that are involved in moving this case forward. And I want to say this too, because this plays into it, you know, with Roe versus Wade, if this is definitely going to be overturned, well, then it goes back to the state's. Well, guess what? We need to pray for our state because just in January, the Freedom of Reproductive Choice Act, are you familiar with this? Any of you heard this news from January? Okay. That was signed into law ensuring that they were already predicting that Roe versus Wade would be overturned. They wanted to make sure that New Jersey still has legal abortion throughout all nine months of pregnancy. Uh, Also, this law requires most insurance companies to pay for abortion procedures as part of overall health coverage. Okay? So yes, that's disheartening news, um, but we continue to pray. And Roe versus Wade, if that is overturned, that will be a huge victory still in a lot of other parts of this country, so lives will still be saved. And we, we choose to focus on that, but we will continue to pray and to press forward in the work that we do here in New Jersey. So I want us to look at why Satan, our enemy, has launched his hatred on moms. Have you ever thought about this? Uh, We're going to dig into this just a little bit. Um, In the beginning, we're going to go way back to the beginning, God created Adam and Eve after making our world and everything in it, and he said it was good, right? He made them with the capability of reproducing human beings. That is just amazing in itself, and told them to be fruitful and multiply, right? Easy peasy. It just sounds so, yeah, just simple. Just be fruitful and multiply, right? Well, we all know the rest of the story, right? After they sinned, everything became difficult. But even with the hardship of pregnancy and childbirth, the promise of new life still stood, still stands today. So I want to read, I know this is a little bit of a long passage, but I I want to read from Genesis chapter 3. And I want to start at verse 13 and read all the way through 20. Then the Lord God, and this is the NIV version. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, Cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. To the woman, he said, I will make your pains and childbearing very severe. With painful labor, you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you." Adam named his wife Eve because she would become the mother of all the living. Amen. Thank God for His Word. So, whew, that's a that's some that's some heavy stuff there, right? Uh, Life changing stuff that were would put into the course of action for all of humanity moving forward. Um, God gave some severe consequences to Adam and Eve, but. The hope in in that verse, in, in all those verses, is he was forecasting the Savior to come that would redeem us and give us that hope once again. But he also forecasted the ultimate doom that would come upon the serpent, otherwise known as Satan. So is it any wonder that he wanted revenge on God and his image bearers that he created? And specifically for the woman Eve who Adam said would become the mother of all the living. Not to mention the fact that another woman, centuries later, you may have heard of her, Mary, uh, would be the vessel God would choose to bring Jesus, the Savior uh, of all mankind, to this world. Um, yeah, big connections there with moms, right? Right. And, I, and, I, and I'm just going to remind you, I, I already mentioned this a little bit before, and in, in, we know throughout the scriptures this is talked about, but specifically in 1 Peter 5.8, Satan, the enemy, is, is talked about as being a roaring, roaring lion seeking who he may devour. So whether that's moms or any other individuals, we know that he, he is constantly looking to find ways to destroy and to pull us away from what God truly intended. So we understand that God is the source of life, and that, and then a male, the father, which, by the way, the father's, hopefully you're going to get your message specifically on Father's Day. I'm, I'm guessing, right, Pastor Brian? So, <laughs> um, so just hang tight for a little bit longer. Um, and then the, the woman, you know, the female, the mother, both the male and the female are needed to reproduce life. But the woman is completely necessary to sustain and allow that new life to grow and develop in her womb, which that is just an amazing, incredible gift that God gave to women. So Satan had to, and I, and I'm sorry that I have to say his name so many times. I'm just going to refer to him as the devil because he really doesn't deserve any credit, you know, for a name. But um, again, I'm painting the picture of what's going on here. The devil had to come up with a brilliant deception that would cause a mother who God made with an innate sense of nurturing and sacrificial love for her child to turn her back on what was natural to her. Think about that. So here's where he introduced what I like to call motherhood versus me. Two Ms here, motherhood versus me. So let me explain that. It's just another way of saying a mother can choose to focus on being a mom no matter what the challenge is or focus on herself and only what she thinks is best for her. It's really no surprise since sin, as we know, causes all human beings to be selfish to a certain extent. And then listening to the enemy instead of God will send any one of us headlong down the path towards destruction instead of the path to life. So during the Old Testament times, the motherhood versus me challenge was played out with the issue of child sacrifices to false gods. Uh, It it really is hard to even fathom this, um, but this is mentioned in the Bible in the Old Testament. Uh, specifically mentioned also in the book of Leviticus from the Old Testament. And obviously this was an issue within the, the Israelites, you know, who were God's chosen people um, because that God was warning them, you know, to not do this, not participate in this, and what would happen if they did. Um So I realized also that there were times that fathers may have been involved in this, not just mothers, but the mothers were were participating as well. Why did they do something so evil? Well, they believed the lie that the false gods needed to be appeased in order to grant them success or to stop the gods from punishing them. Again, listening to the enemy instead of to God and how quickly that we can just be you know, blinded to the truth. And you know what? Satan had a field day. I'm sorry, the enemy had a field day with not only destroying innocent children, but entrapping moms and dads with the guilt and shame they felt when it hit them what they did. trying. And, and, and this was another way that the enemy was trying to destroy them emotionally and spiritually. So fast forward now to our modern world where... Abortion on demand has been in existence, and I already mentioned this before, in existence legally in our country for over 49 years, illegally prior to that, that was going on. And then, of course, various other time periods throughout other countries. Uh, There are countless lies from Satan trying to tempt mothers to choose the me part of the equation. Some reasons women consider abortion. And you may have heard some of these things, but I'll kinda of, th- these are things that we hear regularly in, in our work. Um, not ready to be a mom yet. Just, you know, I- I'm too young. Um, I'm in school. Uh I just started a new job. I'm getting ready to go into the military. Um I'm not with the father or the baby anymore, so it just doesn't make sense. Um Maybe, maybe, you know my boyfriend is pressuring me. He doesn't want this this baby. I don't know how I could you know go against him. It's not going to be helpful for our, our relationship. Um, we just can't afford another child. You know, we've already got three or four. There's just no way. Here's another part of the propaganda. <clears throat> Last April, the FDA, or the Food and Drug Administration temporarily lifted its restrictions on obtaining the abortion pill also known as chemical abortion, that would require a doctor visit first. Now women can do a telemed appointment online and the abortion pill is mailed to them. Not only is this tragically increasing the number of early abortions, but it's putting the lives of women in more danger. Because you see, the abortion pill is designed to be used only up to 10 weeks gestation. But when women do not receive an ultrasound, to verify how far along they are, they're estimating it themselves. Often their guesses are not accurate, which leads to horrific complications. So, you know, again, no regard No regard regard for moms here with this decision. And then after doing that last April, you know, a little over a year ago, then in December, they made the FDA made that decision permanent. People in our culture who have rejected God's truth are telling women that terminating their pregnancies early is much easier when you take a pill and you just do it in the comfort of your own home. Plus, this is doing so before it's really a baby, they say. But I think we all know the truth here. And I want to actually stop, and I want to show you all. I, I didn't do a PowerPoint today, but I actually brought pictures. And I, thought, I think these are just really fascinating pictures. I'm actually going to put, is this going to mess it up if I put the mic down with, with what you're doing online? If I, if I come down here to, you want OK, thank you. All right, I'm going to come down here and get close to everybody. These are some really neat 3D pictures. Okay, that I want to show you here. Thank you. So the first picture here we have, this is when life begins, right in the very beginning, okay? I'm going to keep walking, so I hope you don't mind, <laughs> okay? I want you to be able to see this. They're 3D pics, okay? Now we're going to move forward here. I believe this is which 22 days, okay? Now, I realize that this still does not look much like a baby yet, but it's okay. It's in the beginning stages. At this point, the baby does have a heartbeat, Okay, 18 to 21 days is when a heartbeat is developed in a baby, in a child. Now we fast forward to 24 days of life, okay, starting to see a little bit more resemblance. Okay, what are we at now, 28 days? Oops, I'm sorry, I'm missing you guys up here, I apologize. Okay, you can see it over here, okay. All right, what are we up to now, 40 days. Okay. I love these. They're 3D. They're just very um, interesting to me, these pictures. All right. What are we at now? Nine weeks. Now you can definitely see the resemblance looking like a baby. Okay. 11 weeks. All right. You see that there? See over here? <laughs> okay. Uh, 18 weeks. Wow. 18 Now, again, think about this. This is still when children are allowed to be aborted, okay? Definitely looking like a baby. Where are we at now? 21 weeks of life. I'm sorry, you're not seeing these yourself. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put these at the front, if anybody wants to look at these afterwards, because they're just, I love looking at these pictures. Uh, the next one, 25 weeks of life. Okay, so at this point, a lot of times a child, if they have to deliver because there's a, there's a complication or a problem going on, can be viable, can be sustainable outside of the the mom's womb. Because we have the the medical technology now that um, can help a child to survive at that age. 33 weeks of life. Getting close to the end now. Okay, Over here. And then the final one, we got 38 weeks, which, of course, is right before delivery. Obviously, some moms at this point are going crazy. This baby needs to come out. right? Or you might have to go 40 or 40 plus. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate that. Um, I just wanted to share that with you because I just thought these are so neat to look at. So I'm going to leave them just right up here if you want to take a look afterwards. And I brought a gift with me for everyone. And I want to show it to you first before I pass these out. So these are little baby models. we got white and brown. So you, got, you can choose and also, there's uh, uh, blue blankets in there and pink blankets, you know, for boys and girls. This baby represents the size of a baby at about 10 to 12 weeks. Um, this is about the size of a baby when you can still take the abortion pill. And the reason why um, I... Well, a couple things I want to I wanna tell you about this... Um, What's so difficult and and the uh, falsehood of what abortion clinics and and sites that are online now tell women is I I already mentioned before how they say, oh, it's so much easier to take the pill and just go home and do this in the comfort of your home. Um, What they're finding, though, people that are actually looking at the research and, you know, understanding the reality is that women are being more traumatized than, than even regular surgical abortions because many times when the baby is finally uh, expelled from their body, they're actually seeing a fully formed, you know, tiny, but a fully formed baby. And they were lied to and said it's not a baby yet. Um, so again, very, uh, very much a part of the attacks from the enemy, You know what he's trying to do to, to moms and to women. So I wanted to pass these out for all of you to have. The other thing, the the other point I wanted to make is that we were all once this size. (laughs) Hard to believe, right? No matter what our size now, no matter how tall, no matter how big we've gotten, this is how we were at one point. And the only reason that we're here is because our moms allowed us to grow the rest of the time in their womb and gave us that life. Um so another reason to be so thankful for our mothers, right? Because without them we we would not have been able to continue to grow. So I just thought this would be nice for everybody if you want to take take one, pass it around or I don't know if anybody wants to pass this around Pastor Brian. There's also um cards in here if you want to take there's a little card that explains about the size of this preborn baby and the development um stages on the back of it if you'd like to have one of those too. That's in the side of the box. So, all right. Okay. So let's continue on, and you know, seeing uh, that development the, in the pictures and also the little babies uh, should remind us of the passage from uh, Psalms one thirty-nine thirteen to fourteen that talks about how we were formed. You know, uh, it says, you formed my inward parts and knitted me in my mother's womb. It's just a, a snippet of that, of that passage, um, which I love. You know, that's obviously one of the more popular ones that we like to refer to, you know, in the pro-life world. So, um, so now I want to talk about how we can all fight for mom, fight back against the enemy and fight for moms to choose the motherhood challenge, no matter what her situation and included in the motherhood choice is choosing possibly to make an adoption plan since that mom is still gave, giving her baby life and a chance to live with a supportive family um, if she doesn't feel that she has the right support in her life. So I always want to make that clear too because that's very important for, for moms you know, that maybe have to make that decision that they're still making a, um, a loving, sacrificial choice to give that baby life. Um, and I say that we're fighting because uh, you know there's plenty of scriptures that talk about that. i 'll refer to one scripture in second corinthians ten four The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Well, this issue of abortion in our country and in our world is a major stronghold. I think we all realize that, right so there are, you know, this is, this is spiritual warfare going on. Um, I talk about this regularly, you know, when I go to different churches or I, I just tell people about our work. I'm always asking for prayer because we know that, you know, there's lots of things that we do practically and things that we can say, but without God and, and his spirit just working and touching hearts, uh, without that, it, it, we're only going to go so far. It would be very limited. So we appreciate your prayers. Um, I want to give you an example of, uh, I want to talk for a few minutes about uh, the work that we do at Cornerstone, which I know I've shared things when I've been here before, but I want to give you some of the updates um, because, again, it's been five years almost um, since becoming the director, and, and I just, along with our board, you know, who are just amazing um, support to us, with Pastor Brian on the board as well, um... Always trying to find out ways to be more effective and how to reach more and more to save more lives and um, so thank God for uh, creativity and ideas that you know we network with all different pregnancy centers and other you know pro-life organizations that are constantly looking at ways that will that will help more um, but a st- quick story uh, there's lots of stories I could share but I, I'm running out of time so I just want to tell you one quick one uh, in January uh, a woman. We'll call her Lucy. We always change names for privacy. Lucy found us online and she showed up for her appointment and she told us that she wasn't even sure if she was still pregnant. I guess she had medical issues in the past and um, just, you know, she didn't even know if she was pregnant. She wasn't sure how far along she was. And she said, but regardless, I'm, I'm definitely getting an abortion. You know, she let our staff know that right away. Okay. Okay. So, you know, we always do our intake process. We ask questions. We get all the information together, do the pregnancy test. Then we go back to do the ultrasound. Well, when she saw her 15-week-old preborn baby on the screen in front of her, like I said, she didn't even know if she was still pregnant. She broke down in tears. She started sobbing. And she said, there's no way I can go through with an abortion. And we just thank God for that every time that, that transformation takes place. And sometimes it's not instant, sometimes it takes weeks. Uh, and, and if any of you are involved in our prayer texting group, Um, and I would encourage you if you're not, if you would like to get regular updates, unless you don't like to do much with your phone or texting, I understand that. Um, but we regularly, almost weekly now put out updates to let you know when we're meeting with somebody who's considering an abortion, we call them abortion minded and ask you to pray. And then we also give updates when we find out that one of them has chosen life for their baby. So, um, in this case we knew right away. So that was exciting and thank, thank the Lord. Uh, An updated strategy that Cornerstone put into place last summer, it really is effectively reaching and ministering to more abortion-minded women. Every appointment is structured to provide life-changing truth in a caring, professional, and medical setting, either in our Salem Center, which is right down the road, or our multiple locations in Cumberland County with our mobile unit. Every week, And I think, have most of you seen our mobile unit at this point? Some of you? Okay, not all of you. Um, we've had it now for almost nine years, hard to believe. And we typically go to, um, right now our locations are in Bridgeton and Millville slash Vineland. We're, we're across from the Cumberland Mall. So that kind of covers, you know, both of those areas. Because, um, we're, again, we're trying to get out more to uh, where these women are. So uh, it's the truth. I can't emphasize that enough. It's the truth that sets women free from the lies of the culture, telling them that abortion is the only option. And nationwide, it's over 80% that will choose life for their baby after seeing a beating heart. That's how how critical it is. Follow-up appointments are very much needed in this process, and each woman may receive up to four ultrasounds, uh, I know that sounds like a lot, but it's it 's all part of this process because it 's ensuring viability of the baby. We want to make sure the baby is in the uterus with a heartbeat, and uh, also to give that mom more bonding time. I refer to women who are pregnant as a mom you 're already a mom. I know that people like to say "mom to be," and, and that 's okay. You can say that too, but you already have a baby inside of you <laughs> you 're already a mom, you know, whether you uh, have maybe come to terms with that yet or not. Um, another part, and this is to me, this is even the most important part of every appointment is that we allow for a time to present the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's done in a format that is loving and respectful because as I already, I know I'm repeating myself with some of these things, but God is the one that changes hearts, right? We need God to intervene and, and start that, that transformation, uh, a couple more things on, on just our process. I, I, I did mention before how Lucy found Cornerstone online. Well, along with updating our website to be, more rele- to be more relevant a year and a half ago, we continue to up our game by paying monthly for Google Ads. Um, That actually began three years ago, over three years ago. And then we've been increasing it multiple times because we realize that that is where they're searching. How many of you have a smartphone? Okay. You know, majority of you. It doesn't matter anymore. When I go to churches and I, you know, I talk to people about it, it really doesn't matter your age anymore. (laughs) Lots of people have ways to to connect with the internet. And I realize that there's still some that don't want any parts to do with it. And you know what? I totally respect that because... (laughs) I get it. Um, but the the young women, the generation that we're trying to reach, they are on their phones nonstop. They are Googling for whatever information they're looking for, whatever they're trying to find out about. That's where they're going. And that's the same thing that they're doing with abortions. They're, they're Googling, you know, where can I find an abortion? Where is there a cheap abortion? all of that, okay? So that's why we realized that we needed to be, you know, there. We needed to have a presence there um, because they're searching there. And the advertising team that we partnered with, um, they work very hard to ensure that our ads are at the top of the search because if you do use Google yourself or maybe you use another search engine, but typically whatever the results that come up, you're probably going to click on the ones that are towards the top. You may not take the time to go to the next few pages where there's results, right? So if we're at the top of that search, then men and women are hopefully going to find us and click on our stuff before an abortion clinic or an abortion site that would give them the abortion pill. Um, So we're hoping to stop in in their tracks, you know, before they would go to an abortion clinic. Um, But I know this might be a question that some people have. Why do they come to us, though, if they're looking for an abortion? Well, we don't provide or refer for abortions. So why do they come to us? Well, we're giving them something at no cost. You know, pregnancy testing and ultrasounds. They're going to have to pay for that. And even with the new law that was put into place in our state in January when it comes to uh, trying to get most of the insurance companies to cover the cost of abortion, there's still co-pays. You know, it's, it's usually not just completely free. And the other thing is that many times women don't want other family members or people, other people in their life to know the decision that they're thinking about. They don't want to use insurance because now there's a trail with that. And maybe parents will find out and they don't want parents to know. So there's still a value here where when they hear, oh, it's free. Okay, all you're going to do is just come and give an hour of your time. That's it. And not only that, you know, we are giving them all the information on all their options, which we stress that it's crucial that they know everything before making a life-altering decision. Because unfortunately, their friends or maybe even family, some, some families you know, are pressuring them to have abortion, and they make it sound like it's no big deal. And so, women a lot of times have no idea what they're even getting themselves into. They need to know. They need to know, are you looking at abortion? Well, what are the risks? What are the side effects? What are the procedures even about? Like, they don't know half the time. And we're able to kind of steer them, you know, and help them to understand look, you have other options. This is not your only option. So, I just want to say to you all here you are helping hundreds of lives to thrive. Maybe you don't realize that, but hundreds of lives every year in Salem and Cumberland counties by fighting the enemy of motherhood alongside Cornerstone. And that happens to be our theme this year for Cornerstone, Thrive. It's showing women, men, and their children how to flourish with the support and resources they need to be successful, even in difficult circumstances. Um, Real quick, it's why we also offer, we still offer Earn As You Learn it's our incentive educational parenting program with two locations in Salem and Bridgeton. We also offer pregnancy loss recovery, and that's the option for women and men to receive healing who have suffered from losing their child to abortion, miscarriage, or stillbirth. Abortion is a separate category of loss from miscarriage and stillbirth. So it's, it's so crucial that we're addressing that part of of what's going on in this cycle of unplanned pregnancy many of the women that come to us have already had abortions in their past so we're trying to find out we're asking those questions if you've had an abortion in the past do you still struggle today because i know our culture wants to cover that up and make it sound like it's no big deal and women are suffering It's over 70% actually regret their abortion no matter when it was, and they struggle with anxiety or depression or suicidal thinking or relationship issues and addictions, just to name a few things. Um, So that is still important for us to be a part of that healing process. And then the last program that we still have is our Get Real program. Um, this, we just hired another presenter just this past week, uh, which I didn't get to tell the board yet, Pastor Brian, um, we needed another presenter. And so we're excited about, um, getting back into the schools, you know, COVID kind of threw it off for a little bit when schools went virtual. Uh, I mean, we all had to overcome, I mean, I can't believe it's been over two years already, you know, since everything started with COVID. Um, but we've worked through it and God has helped us and shown us, you know, ways to, um, just be creative and find new ways with some things. Um, but with the, with the students, you know, we're able to share with them in grades six, starting at grade six all the way through high school, give them a lot of valued information on how to have healthy relationships and then understand that abstinence till marriage is still the best way, even in a, in a world and a culture that tells them the opposite, right? So I'm going to wrap things up. I realize I have focused mostly on new moms at the point when they first find out that they are pregnant. Um, But I want you to consider other ways that you can fight for moms of all ages around you who have babies and older children. You know, many of you here have grown children, but you're still a mom, right? There's still going to be things that, you know, maybe challenges, maybe things that stress you out or that you're trying to figure out. Um, so those around you, you know, I'm encouraging you to help them to become more closely connected to God, their families, and friends. Um, I mean, how can you pray for and encourage them better? You know, think of of different ways, um, because there's lots of practical ways. There's support groups, um, you know, for moms, um, just Bible studies, you know, whatever it is, finding out, you know, different uh, people that have needs, what those needs are. So uh, I encourage the men here, you know, uh, whether husband, father, brother, son, other relatives, you know, friends... Um, to look at how you can love and cherish the moms that God has placed in your life, so thank you all for your constant support of Cornerstone and being so generous in your giving, uh, participating with the baby bottle fundraiser. I think are the ba- are the bottles getting passed out today or next week okay, so Brian Pastor Brian will give you um, some more details on that um, but doing all these things together it is helping moms, dads, and children thrive. And uh, also I wanted to mention we did recently update. Uh, we have a supporter website now that's called pathtolifepartners.org. And you can go there for additional uh, details. And I actually have brochures with me if you just want to have that written. Because I know it's hard sometimes to remember websites. Um, but in closing... I want to leave you with the scripture that we chose for our theme thrive, which is the well-known and powerful passage that completely contradicts the tactics of the enemy. It is for moms and everyone else to always remember from Jeremiah twenty-nine eleven, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. So God bless you. And thank you again.
0: Well, we thank you for joining us today. Let's continue to believe that God is going to do a work in all of our lives and in His church, despite our current circumstances. If you would like to support the ministry of Salem First Assembly, you can do so by mailing to 430 Route 45, Salem, New Jersey 08079, or by visiting our website at salemfirstag.org. Please join us for service next Sunday at 1030 a.m., or you can watch service every Sunday afternoon on Facebook at Salem First Assembly or YouTube at Salem First AG. You can also listen to the message every Tuesday on Podbean. Have a blessed rest of your day. Let's remember to be a blessing and that life is living in faith every day.